445 on Information 1000 KSOO, and we're continuing our conversation with Kevin Lean. He is the former Harrisburg school principal who was injured in the shooting there a couple of years ago. The uh, young man who pleaded guilty in that case, Mason Buell, was sentenced last week to 25 years suspended on the condition of 15 years supervised probation, which means he's not going to jail. Uh, Mr. Lean, are, you said that you agreed with the... Um, with the sentence on that. Uh, so you're, you're, you're happy that he's not going to jail. That's essentially the case. He's not going to have to spend any time behind bars. Yes. Uh, why is that? Well, you know, uh, fortunately I have, I have 32 years in education and Mm -hmm. a lot of wonderful people along the way. And there's a couple things. I know two themes. One, one is that violence and vengeance have never thwarted the human race in any way. And so, this, the, the punitive nature is not going to change Mason. And being around kids for this long, I also know that punishment doesn't change behavior. And so in this case, you know, Mason did serve really almost two years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some work to do mental health-wise. But the, you know, the real issue here is he had a, a, a really difficult home life. His socioeconomics were, you know, really became divisive and terrible for him. And he, you know, was uh, um, diagnosed with severe depression. And mm-hmm. Those things, none of those things, any of us helped him with. And if any of us had been there for him to do that, I don't think we'd be talking on the phone right now. Um, we'd have we'd have prevented this tragic event from happening, and from his life, you know, taking a turn that, you know, I don't think it's ever going to go away from his consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think he can go forward maybe and try to address those things, just like he mentioned at the sentencing. So we've got to we got to change. I mean, kids, you know, he. I'm sure he thought it was a weakness. Uh, I'm sure he felt like, hey, I'm not going to be labeled. I'm not going to be stereotyped by, uh, you know, having somebody um, evaluate me and find out that clinically I've got something wrong with me. And it's just, it, to me, that's just, it's just a, um, a, a real hawk mark on our society that we don't treat it the same way we do. You know, so if somebody breaks their arm, we send a doctor and they set the arm and they fix it. But somebody's broken inside mentally or their mental capacity is harmed. You know, we feel like it's a weakness and that we should never talk about yeah. it. And we have to get to that point. Um, I've been really hypersensitive to all these shootings that have happened in our country since that time, of course. Yeah. Um, not all of them, you know, much more to a degree than, than on my event. But every single one of those, if you read about the shooter, they all have had signs or they've, they've had difficulties mentally and no one's addressed it or no one's genuinely sat down and cared. So we have to get to that place with kids. And um, my hope is maybe Mason and I can do something together to really raise that level of consciousness in our state in this region and really help kids before it gets to this, this place. Have you talked to him since? The- I haven't, I haven't been able to, and I'm waiting. I did talk to a state's attorney and just kind of asked him for his advice. Although, you know, none of us have been through this, so it's hard to have mm-hmm. a template to, you know, how do you do this? But um, when he gets committed to a facility full time, then I'm going to reach out to him and, and go see him and, you know, not talk about the event at all. And, um, you know, I'm sure Mason will apologize, but he doesn't really have to. We need to move forward and do something for people. And I think he could maybe focus his life at least partly in this way. And, you know, maybe we can come up with a presentation or a video or, or something that we could do that could really help kids and let them know that they've got the license to go out and seek assistance when they really need it. Most people wouldn't have that perspective in your case, in your situation. Well, I, you know, it's I I don't need any accolade or anything. You know, I mean, no. it's again, this is... This is a compilation of, uh, you know, so many great mentors in my life. And, you know, the one, my, my father passed away two years ago. He was an educator for 40 years, and I know that he can feel exactly the same. So 
I'm just trying to honor his his uh, memory and his life by living up to I know the expectations he'd have had for me. Um, but again, it's just this is this is a real di- you know real difficulty for kids. You know, suicides and some of these act acting out that that happen. We can fix that. You know, we can do better. And uh, how do you do that? Maybe do Mason we... and I can do something together, or you know, Mason kind of can be the star of the show, and maybe yeah. I can just help connect him. And uh, maybe we can help people. I hope that we can. Do Do we have enough counselors, or what What is it that the school systems need to better deal with kids who are have ment- undiagnosed mental illness or uh, struggling in some other way? That how do you get treatment to these kids in school system? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I know, in, you know, again, in Mason's case, I know our counselors yeah. um, did about everything they could, but Mason just wasn't willing to divulge, you know, mm-hmm. and, and really, you know, you, you tread on some thin ice when you're really trying to find out what's going on in the home, because mm-hmm. um, it's just tough, you know, people do have things that are going on in their home that they don't want us to know about, but I, I do think that the number one thing is, and I, you know, I mentioned this after the shooting is, we are only empowered when we do really care, when, when somebody looks us in the eye and tells us they have a problem, that we genuinely care about that. That's the most important thing. And so we've got to keep teaching our kids that, you know, that's one thing you need to do is really care about that person sitting next to you. And then the second thing is really understand what's available to you. And I, you know, I, I'll, I'll ask Mason, but I bet he had no idea what could have been available to him privately and that our school could have provided because we, mm-hmm. you know, we do make referrals and, and we have people on staff in Harrisburg, fortunately, who could really help. So How many counselors do you have in the, did Harrisburg have in the school district when you were there? Uh, you know? We had three, um, and uh, and excellent counselors, excellent yes. counselors. So we're, you know, in South Dakota, there's no law um, um, making you have a counselor, but right. the National Association says about one to every 400 kids. So we actually had had better than the national average, and, and I think they do a great job. I think they've probably, you know, it's one of those things, again, they probably prevent a lot of things from happening we never know about. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was one case where it didn't, and, again, fortunately, we all came out of this not injured, and, and you know, I, I, you know, I feel that there's uh, some great possibilities to be had of a platform where maybe we can help others. So we got to get to that place. Though. And I know that, you know, the um, the publicity in South Dakota lately has been about how we're not serving people quickly enough when they when they have difficulties. And I know it's hard to find people who have that kind of professional background, but oh, we've yeah. got to. And, but, I, but I really think it starts with just, boy, just have that care, you know, have that genuine, sincere sense of really wanting to help somebody um, and uh, I'm not sure that our lives have become such a tornado, and maybe the cyber stuff, too, isn't helping, but we got to get to a place where we sit down with somebody, we look them in the eye, and we say, you know what, the most important thing right now is you, and, and we're going to help you. What is your message? I mean, you've been hitting on a lot of topics here, but if you could distill your message to the people of Sioux Falls, uh, because sure. you're a guy who everybody kind of knows about now. You know, the, the absolute thing, I think, is care about the person in front of you. And, uh, you know, we... We talked a lot the last couple of years about touching hearts and turning souls, but it's more about really just, again, um, if you're a teacher, if you're somebody who deals with people, if you're a friend, if you're sitting in church, just care about that person right in front of you and really look into their soul and find out if they got a need. And then, you know what, there's nothing more important than that. Uh, the legacy we leave is really um, what we do with the person in front of us. So let's let's do our best that way. Mr. Lean, thank you so much for calling in today. And uh you have a fantastic trip out there in Chicago, and enjoy the baseball game tonight. Hey, Mr. Lally, thank you so much. You make sure that you're cheering for the Cubs then, right? I've got that from you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. No problem. All right. Mr. Lally, thank you again so much. It was really, and always is, and always will be a privilege. So 
anything I can ever do, I'm here for you. Thank you. He is Kevin Lean. He is the former Harrisburg principal uh, who was injured in the school shooting there a couple of years ago, and a great message from him. Uh, This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO.